All right, uh, fixing the streaming key or streaming software. Ukraine on the offensive, and how can that border ever be safe again? Uh, had my last Eastern European language for the time being, uh, though might have to change my mind on that one. Double workouts, because I have the time for one, only one reason, and the Delta. Create a new playlist for uh, videos created for that on my language vlog. Folks, it is uh, Wednesday, September 7th, 2022. I'm Steven Sirski. I hope you guys are doing well. Man, these days are flying by quickly. September 7th already. Boy, that day inches closer. Not gonna lie. <laughs> was asked if I'm gonna cut my hair, cut the beard, trim the beard soon. I was like, well, you know, I've taken so long to uh, uh, grow this thing out. I was thinking... Maybe I'll hold on to it just for another while. D to be clear, <clears throat> the uh, actually, what you see now is only 10 months or 11 months of a beard because my barber actually uh, cut it back in October. I said trim, but he cut instead. And so technically, I'm, I'm, I need one more month of growth for it to be a full year's worth of beard growth. Now... Uh, we'll see if I can uh, make it. I think I can. Um, the hair I might go get trimmed anyway, even though right now I've got it uh, sort of done up in a little... Finally learned how to do these little ponytails on top of your head, which is kind of... I'm, I'm looking at this, yeah, I was called a hipster. I'm like, yep, 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 I see it. I see how people would be like, yeah, oh my goodness. So we'll, we'll see if I keep it... Uh, <laughs> not sure if I will. Um, Ukraine on the offensive. Okay, so if you haven't heard about this, if you're not keeping uh, track on what's going on in Ukraine, um, one of the things that's happened recently is that sort of the tides of uh, the fighting have changed uh, over the last oh, week or so, wherein it seems that the Russian troops or the Russian-backed troops aren't holding as much ground as they used to, and Ukraine is... Uh, making inroads. They're now pushing to capture, recapture cities that have been uh, taken over by the uh, Russian-backed uh, fighters. So how this sort of plays out, uh, good question. The question that does pop up into my mind is how can that border ever be safe again? Like honestly, You kind of look at it and you go, now that this has happened, this invasion, this transgression, how do, do these two countries uh, who are world players, I mean, you, you might say that Ukraine's not a world player, uh, but, I mean, given that when it got invaded by Russia, it's, it caused such consternation, Russia's a world player because it's part of the UN uh, and the WHO and all these sorts of uh, major organizations that uh, have basically shaped the the world order as we know it for the last, oh, like since World War II, basically. So how does this, how do these two countries live in peace and harmony going forward after this? Uh, Ukraine's going to have to buffer up its resources. It's going to have to purge its ranks of all the uh, uh, corrupt, uh, the corruption that goes on there. Um, if they want to be able to stand alone and stand apart from Russia, maybe not stand alone, but stand apart from Russia, and they're still making overtures to the West. Does the West want them? This is the issue. It's uh, like, are they going to join NATO or the European Union uh, anytime soon? I mean, 
what's it going to do if they do that? Okay, so if Russia isn't able to directly lob bombs at them, what else are they going to do? It's we're talking like two uh, two cultures and two peoples who are so heavily intertwined that it's almost impossible to separate them, uh, given not just their proximity, uh, but their cultures, their their habits, their ways of uh, doing things. It's this is not something that is just going to be solved. Like the war might stop, the bullets might stop flying. Could there be a DMZ, a demilitarized zone between the two countries? Um, Zelensky has been pretty clear that they're not going to give up any room, uh, any geographical land for um, for Ukraine. So they're going to try to reclaim all that. So that kind of also speaks of just how much more fighting could go on if uh, I mean the Russians fight for what they've they've taken so far. And why would they? I mean, uh, some of these places that they're taking aren't really worth all that much uh, into large uh, scheme uh, scheme of things I guess if they kept the, uh, uh, the, the the pathway all if they could make a pathway to Edessa that would be a major breakthrough in terms of uh, geographical advantages but if they don't do that then the eastern uh, portion of, of Ukraine yeah, I mean, it used to be um, part of the Soviet Union, and it has a lot of manufacturing and warehousing and stuff like that. Uh, are they going to fight to keep it though? Uh, a good, and then where do the where do the borders end? I mean, if Ukraine makes a push, and they're able to push the Russian soldiers back, would they go further? I saw an interesting article today about how Saddam Hussein kind of tripped himself up uh, by. Um, trying to go off the oil standard, the oil, the petrodollar, as it were, and then started to, and converted all of uh, Iraq's, uh, was it, uh, the currency, not the currency, the savings or whatever, they they have a um, foreign, oh, there's some some term that I'm missing here, uh, but all of them were converted into euros, and so the, the United States kind of saw this as a threat, and they went in and, well, we all know what happened to Saddam Hussein, could the same thing happen to Putin? Is that the end game? I mean, could we see sort of like a desert storm sort of uh, blitzkrieg happen? Uh, desert, not even a blitzkrieg, forget it. Um, a desert storm scenario play out wherein, you know, one week th- things are okay. Like no, Yesterday they were trading petrodollars. Everything was still kind of normal. Then all of a sudden Russia tries to cut the cord disassociate itself from the Western system, allies itself more with China, although China hasn't uh, put up any soldiers or anything other than... China's not doing anything other than buying the commodities that Russia's producing. It's not supplying troops. It might be selling equipment, but it's not supplying equipment. Uh, Not like NATO is doing to Ukraine. If if a state's uh, United States or a NATO-led coalition went in, forget, not even NATO, if the United States-led coalition went into to Moscow, would China try to stop it? Uh, probably not. And even then, after that, what happens to Russia? I mean, it, it's it's a kind of a scary thought, actually, to see, because one of the concerns that these uh, um, United States politicians have had for, like, since the Soviet Union sort of crumbled, was 
uh, instability in the former Soviet Union, especially in in Russia. Um, how will the country, how will its people respond? How will the powers that are remaining respond to uh, what's going to what would be a power vacuum afterwards? Uh, and what would happen to all the nuclear weapons? I mean, I think that's the the big concern here. A lot of people are sort of poking holes at Ukraine and saying, "Oh well, you know, uh, they're they're selling the weapons on the black market." Could you imagine if Russia cracked further, uh, like if if Moscow fell, and sort of because Moscow holds holds central command so far, what would what would that look like? I mean, because there's nukes all over that country. Uh, who would take control of them? Who would have the codes? Who who would know the sort of organization of them all? It's one thing to say that Ukraine, you know, is a puppet of the United States, but imagine a a, a country, a nation like Russia, a country, not not necessarily a nation, but the the country fractures, and all of a sudden there is, you know, like weapons, a, a system that is broken but still has all of the uh, fighting power that it did before. And you can say it's, it's stronger or weaker or whatever. It doesn't really matter. The fact that remains is that it would still be there. And it would be there for whoever goes in to go take it. Strange. So we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know if this is going to happen. It would be unexpected. I, honestly, no one's talking about it. Uh, if, they, if the states did do a coalition sort of desert storming or a Moscow storming, uh, that would be like just what? That would be one of those amazing things. I didn't think it was going to happen like that. <laughs> kind of like how a lot of people actually didn't think Russia was going to invade, and then they did, uh, despite all sorts of um, you know satellite imagery and stuff like that suggesting that they were they were moving in that direction, and yet no one moved to stop it. It it happened. Uh, who is is? Are we seeing something else happening here? Right. Good question. Finished my uh, last um, Eastern European language class on Tuesday. I'm going to stop. I'm going to hold off on getting any more uh, classes just yet. Um, I, I might work on some on my own. Although today I sort of received some information that <laughs> Beijing is in a bubble uh, because the virus that is raging rampantly throughout the country is not in Beijing. I think there's a few cases found again today. But the Beijing bubble continues in that there is no, very few cases here. Uh, we're pretty free to go just about anywhere. But in the rest of the country, people are getting locked down. Um, there's all sorts of quarantine measures going on. Uh, so it's just absolutely insanity in terms of uh, organization. So that being the case, I might have more time on my hands. Because <laughs> we're like... Uh, a lot of our partners around the country, uh, a lot of the clients that we work with aren't able to either go to where they need to be, the designated areas, uh, or to uh, partake, partake in some of the uh, um, meetings that are needed to. Sorry, I got a fly that's flying around me here. Uh, and uh, whether or not they're able to actually show up to where they need to be uh, in order to you know, have these uh, conference meetings that we have. All that being the case, all that being said, it's like, well, if I have the time... Do I spend more time on the Delta? Do I spend more time on Chinese? Or do I spend some time on this other language? And I kind of go, like, even with the, the continuing 
escal the continuing violence in Ukraine, I, I kind of wonder if maybe I, I would be served well by still continuing in, in some way. Um, getting another couple classes, possibly even picking up Ukrainian, modern Ukrainian especially, uh, and then uh, continuing on with Chinese. I might have lots of time to do it. How far can the finances go? But I mean, this would also be very good fodder for my language vlog. I'm not going to lie. Having three different languages, four different languages, was it uh, English, Ukrainian, another Eastern European language, and then Chinese? Oh, it's, it's a pretty good basis for a, a language vlog, isn't it? Why not? Let's try it out, see what happens. Um, but yeah, so that's the idea is that uh, maybe I will uh, continue on with the, uh, the, the language studies. But I'm, I'm going to hold off on purchasing any more classes just, 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 just yet. Double workouts continue today because, well, I did have the time. So uh, I did three rounds today of the skip and balls workout. So the for those of you who are unfamiliar with this, is that every Wednesday, uh, this is my skip and balls workout. I skip, I do a two-mile warm-up, uh, a run, um, and then I, I skip. I have an inter, uh, I do these on and off here. So one minute skipping, one minute medicine ball, like throws or wood choppers or squats or things like that. Uh, and I do 12 rounds. So today I did three sets of those uh, for a total. It was like 45 minutes total. I've never done that before. Is I actually felt pretty good so far. Uh, and the reason I did it is because I had a late start. And then after this, I was actually told uh, my late start turned into an early finish because I was told, oh yeah, well, since we had so many um, places closed down and get locked down, uh, there's not as much um, conferencing, teleconferencing going on today. So I was like, okay, well, um, I guess I will go edit podcast episode number 32. So it was a productive day in this in this regard because I was able to do these uh, these dual workouts in the morning, three rounds of the skip and balls, and then in the afternoon got another two mile run in uh, and uh, did the slow 20 minutes or 30 minutes of kettlebell work uh, workouts as well. So that was uh, good to be able to actually get both of them in and not have to worry about allocating a, a lot of time to it. Now, on the downside, I did not get very much done on my Delta course, uh, which is, yeah, I probably should have, given that I had so much time today, I probably should have got more done. Uh, that being the case, just to let you know, I have started a new playlist on my language vlog that I'm focusing only on Delta related materials. So if you're at all interested in doing the Delta or uh, learning a little bit more about it, or maybe you need some, um, maybe not just, not assistance so much. Maybe you're too lazy to read some of the materials. I'm going through them on this vlog. And I, yesterday's episode was about 33 minutes where I did, uh, I talked about tasks two, three, and four, sorry, three and four. I did general guidelines, tasks three and four of paper one. I touched on pa- uh, on tasks one and two. I did not touch on paper one, task five, not just yet. I, w- I will get back to that because I haven't looked at it just yet. I want to make sure I spend some time actually looking at it. But you can go to my language vlog, take a look at that. Um, if, uh, if you need an easier, if you are too tired from all the reading and you want the easy way of sort of absorbing some more Delta information, that's what I'm making these videos for. 
that and because I'm using it as sort of a review mechanism for my own well well being and that I want to make sure I understand some of these things and to uh, I, I do believe that the more senses that you use and I think social modern social media streaming and all this audio stuff uh, it's um, all this technology that I'm using here it helps in creating an experience around the knowledge which then should in theory, lead to me learning it and implanting it or imprinting it upon my mind. Right? Right? Please tell me I'm right. Let's just tell me, right? Please. please. Am I right? <laughs> it, does it sound reasonable what I'm doing? So that's what I'm uh, working on so far. And uh, so I, I usually shoot that. I make that uh, Delta recording after this Daily Audio Digest. So once I publish this, get this up in the uh, the cloud I then uh, move on to the Delta stuff. So yeah, it's a it's a full day. I mean, it's um, two live streams uh, in the evening. I guess I could do them earlier. That would be a little bit easier. But uh, I mean, this is just how things are sort of scheduled at the moment. I might be able to um, push things ahead, given that I mean, I want to go on these, some of these tra- these trips, these travel uh, excursions, but with the virus raging again all over the country getting tough getting tough how is the delta going uh so for those of you who uh, are following along this delta is uh the uh, there's diploma for english language teaching of adults or for adults or whatever it is uh i've just started the course it started on monday september 5th and there are about 13 units i'm on unit number one so i might sound very optimistic and uh energetic right now but come december things might change a little bit and that's a uh, uh, it might be one of these things where it's a slow, slow spiral into insanity, like a master's degree. But it can't be, because once you're done module one, it's done. Not only that, as I confirmed today, with all of the uh, units that are available for uh, all the, how the the, court, the syllabus is broken down, the tasks don't matter. Uh, you can do them or not, and the units keep on opening up every weekend. Um, or every yeah, every week, and uh, not only that, the uh, it, the the course has no bearing on your mark. The the course is only there to guide you through the the what is covered on the test. So you're not passing on the course; it's a preparation course for the exam. So that when you go to the exam, you're not surprised by what you see or completely dumbfounded. Uh, by what is expect, uh, expected of you, right? So if you get a, a massive fail and you're like, well, I, I thought I was doing so well. Meanwhile, you like your, your form was off. You weren't giving the information that you needed to. You had no concept of how that test actually works. That's what the preparation course is for. So uh, today, I think I'm actually going to be talking about the syllabus. I think I'm going to go through that and break it down a little bit. Um, so if people haven't looked ahead and what the syllabus contains, uh, that's sort of what I'm looking into do just to sort of give myself my own sort of study schedule over the next uh, three months or so uh, leading into it. It's kind of hard to think that by December that Delta Module 1 will be done. HSK 5 could be done, although I'm not entirely sure. I'm not Again, I'm not pushing myself through that. There's no deadline on the HSK 5, but there is a deadline on the Delta. Uh, and so that being the case, I want to make sure I'm spending probably a bit more time with that rather than anything else, which also leads goes back to the, you know, should I be studying this Eastern European language when um, I do have something else a bit more 
pressing as well. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. I uh, appreciate it. Thanks for listening. I, uh, thanks for having you here. And if you want to join me on the language vlog, um, you don't have to watch those live. You can uh, follow them later. They're, they're posted up there. And I've now finally figured out how to uh, post good audio. I hope uh, if you go to the live stream, even just for this uh, audio blog on uh, YouTube, um, it's uh, I, I finally figured out how to uh, do better um, audio. I finally connected my uh, Zoom H4n to the streaming software and everything, and it seems to be recording decently well. Not like it was doing before, where it's uh, distorting my voice. Uh, you can find those episodes earlier in the uh, the stream history. Uh, but yeah, you can take a look at that. Join me on the language vlog. I'll be talking about the Delta uh, syllabus a little bit later on. Uh, if not, you can always catch the replays, uh, and I will have links for everything on my website. All right, folks, show notes, tracks, and vids up on my website, stevensterski.com. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're having a good Wednesday. And yes, these days are zipping by. Can you believe how how fast the days go and how fast age ages? How fast you age. Age comes and goes. 24 hours, 7 days a week, 365 days, sometimes 366 days a year. Many, many years a year. Many, many years of life. Let's get it done. Folks, I'll stop there. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.